Okay, it worked. Okay. It wasn't working last time because things got messed up. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Space Game Junkie Podcast. As always, your co-host, Brian, and joining me as always is your co-host, Jim. Coming at you live from Galactic Federation headquarters, it's your boy. I wish. What? Uh, yes. Also, yes. also your co-host, Hunter. Oh man, uh, how's it going, everybody? J- Jim, Jim, and I have uh, have identified, and I think Jim was the one who identified the "it's your boy" as an inside joke between the two of us when we do intros from now on. Oh my god, I'm just I'm over here. It's literally the worst. It's it's like it's, it's terrible. It, it's beyond I, like what up, fools, and hey, how's it going, YouTube? I and- live in the <laughs> South Bay of Los Angeles. I know people who talk like that. Unironically. In real life, that's and that's really why we don't like used, Los Angeles. I used to work with those people. <laughs> I used to work with those people, so I don't anymore. Uh, also, your co-host Spaz. Hello, uh, hi friends. I think Welcome. from now on, you should introduce people as and also your boy Spaz. <laughs> no, like you should just <laughs> no, no, oh, I'll, no. I'll just come up with new catchphrases. Every week, uh, and your dog humper Jim, and uh, yeah, what about just cash <laughs> phrases? Like every time we say it, we get paid. I want yeah, cash every, phrases every, every every time. Uh, your butter biscuit hunter, yeah, I'll just come up with uh, random words and string them together wow. for no reason. Cheesy um, biscuits. <laughs> Actually, I want I want a biscuit now. I'm really hungry. Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome back to an afternoon show. We haven't done one of these in a while. We had a lot of guests. Uh, that were in Europe, and so sadly Hunter and Jim could not join us for those because you know they got you got you guys are fortunate enough to have jobs, uh, so you know you got to work. But we're back to the afternoons for the foreseeable future, and um, we, not we, playing we're cyberpunk. S- <laughs> we're, we're supposed to have a guest. I offered today to a guest who had to reschedule. That's why we're doing a topic show. Um, so today, uh, a f- about a couple months ago, we talked a little more broadly about uh, 2020 in gaming. Uh, but for this episode, I thought we'd make it a little more personal. And we talk about like the games that meant a lot to us, you know, what we played the most, you know, um, what, what our best gaming moments were, if we had any. You know, it, it was it's been a it's been a weird year. We were venting a little bit. That's why we started late. We uh, we hadn't really. It hasn't been the four of us in a voice room in a little while, so there's a lot. We were just like, "Oh God, 2020." Uh, this, yeah. I mean, this year. I mean, you you think pe- people people are going to talk about 2020, and there's like everyone's going to have a different reaction. I think when in the future when you talk about 2020, and I think a lot of people are going to be like, "Oh God." <laughs> I think people are going to look back from 2021 at 2020 is the good time. Oh God. I, it'll just that's be what like, we all thought oh, of 2019, like, Oh God, let 2020 be the year. Yeah. And yeah. Remember when we all stayed at home and played video games? Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I was, uh, I was thinking, I was thinking real quick though, back to, back to Jim's little quick comment about cash phrases. I was thinking about that mystery science theater episode, uh, where crow T robots, like, you know you want me, baby, and everybody's trying to figure out what he's doing. He's like, it's a, it's a catchphrase. Like everybody knows me because of my catchphrases. Like, oh man. Uh, so, twenty twenty has been a really weird year, not just for us, but for gaming. Like, it's it's felt a little. Like, I don't know about you guys, but for me, it's like it hasn't been as as exciting a year. I think. Yeah, it's it's been kind of flat, lame. Honestly, on the gaming front, and uh, I don't. Like, but is that a gaming? Lot of time or, to play the old backlog, but not. But is that gaming or is that us? Like no, um, it's gaming. well, and that, and you know, it, it's actually, it's actually weird because I feel like I, I feel like I started falling in love with gaming t- more towards the end of the year. I felt like the beginning of the year, like when, when, when the COVID stuff was just kind of in rumors, and we were still going about our business here in the U.S., for example. Um. Things things kind of seemed like normal, but you know, you know, my my job is as always is kind of stressful because I'm like I, I run the IT. I'm the only IT person for an entire company, so I mean, it's just like that that can be kind of stressful. 
But like um, gaming was kind of like in a weird state. I felt like at the beginning of the year and you know we were we were doing some stuff where i was you know i was running the imperian server for a little while like that happened this year i don't know if you guys remember but that was this year um where i ran that imperian server for quite a little while uh for our community um things just kind of felt like uh just more of the same of struggles of just like trying to find the enjoyment of gaming but the the odd thing is, is i felt like more towards within the last like three or four months is when i felt like i really started to enjoy gaming more um i've you know i found my wife's got the hiccups over there sorry um oh boy i felt no i just didn't know if you guys could hear that because it was like while i'm talking i hear hiccuping um but I've uh, I've really been getting into kind of playing on my Xbox a lot more, which I think is kind of interesting because like I've, I've I play on it occasionally, but I don't play it on a lot because I'm always you know playing computer stuff. But I've really been getting into the Microsoft ecosystem a lot lately, and I've been kind of finding a lot more enjoyment out of that. And uh, there's a there's a member of our community that I I, I met um, and gotten to talking to and hanging out with. Um, I'll kind of name drop him. His name is Mellified. And him and I have been playing uh, quite a few games together, and he introduced me to one that I found was quite, uh, quite interesting, which was, um, uh, it's, it's, it's like where you, where you, it's a, it's a co-op game where you escape this prison together. Um, I forget, oh, man, the name of it's starting to slip my mind. A Way I, Out? Yes, yes, A Way Out. Um I've just been I've just been finding random fun like little co-op games. I've been trying to I've been branching out from like just the space game stuff for a little while and trying to find enjoyment in a lot of other little yeah. things. And he introduced me to a way out. That is a fantastic co-op experience. I don't know if you guys have played it. Mm-mm. Um but it is it is very interesting like the way they do it. So like narratively it kind of starts at the end. Like, you know, like it's kind of like, you know, you start at the end of the of the movie where the person's going to like, let me tell you about my journey kind of a thing. And so it it does a lot of like back and forth with that. Um, and so like it'll start at the end and it'll kind of like ends like, hey, like, remember that moment we were trying to escape the prison and then it'll like flash back and like it'll you'll you'll play through the whole different scenes. But what's kind of cool about it is like you don't the the way the way the co-op works is um even online it still does split screens like i can see i can see what what mellified is doing on one side of the screen with his character while i'm over on on my side of the screen doing my thing with my character and we can be like in two different parts of like the map so like he he might be like working on a puzzle to like get me into a room but like in another part of the building and then like eventually like we'll meet up and we'll be in the same space i i also remember distinctly too while his character was going through a cutscene, I was standing up on a balcony and I was actually watching the cutscene, but from like the player perspective, not from a cutscene perspective. So like his his side was all like animated and he was like watching it, but like on my side, I was actually just watching it as if I was like watching um, NPCs interact with each other. It was quite it was quite an experience and nothing that I've I've quite experienced before. So um, yeah, I, I guess it kind of as the year got later in the end game of of twenty twenty, um, I started to enjoy gaming a lot more. <laughs> that's good. And yeah, let's you not did. forget all of our Sea of Thieves stuff. I mean, that's just oh, yeah, absolutely. Now, Hunter, would you say like what would you say is since we're we're talking to you right now? What, would you say you <laughs> had a game of twenty twenty like a game that you when you look back at twenty twenty like. That was the game that came out that year that like defines that year for you. Yeah, I, I'd actually say Sea of Thieves was probably that game for me. That's, I mean, it didn't come out this year, but like mm. it, uh, it definitely, it definitely like was the game that I enjoyed the most this year. I, I, I found it during this year. I started playing it during this year. Uh, I played it with a lot of people. I played it with you guys. Um, I've played it with a few other groups of people. And I've, you know, and there's, they're still pouring out content. And the more I play the game, the more like I uncover about it and realize just how like deep the rabbit hole goes on that. Cause surface level, it doesn't seem like there's really too much there. You know, you take some missions, you go and get some chests, you turn them in, you level up, you know, but there's, there's more, there's a lot more to it than that. And I, and I've been finding that out. Um, the other thing too, is I've been doing a lot of exploring of game pass on the, on, on Microsoft's platform between PC and Xbox so like I've been I've been doing a lot of exploring on on games through that as well. So like another game that I got introduced to this year which I never thought I was going to play 
but because EA EA Play came to Game Pass, like the basic version of EA Play came to Game Pass, I was able to try out Anthem. That's and um, it's you know it's not terrible. <laughs> um, it's it's not no 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 people. I mean, because they've they've added content to it since, and so like I haven't been part of it from the. I haven't had to have the opportunity of experiencing the bad. So like, I don't know what the game was like before with the state that it's in now. So playing it now as a new person, I actually was kind of finding it to be interesting. Um, the thing though, that I, I ran into and Jim was actually watching me live. I was, as I was struggling through this is it's got three different controller configurations, uh, what? depending on what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. What is the, the answer the, the question you should be asking? Um, that's so like when you're walk so when you're walking around you can invert your controller settings if you want like while you're walking around it's all third person at least when you're in combat when you're in like the like when you're not in a mission it's all first person which i found kind of like troubling like that didn't make sense to me like why is why is the action packed portion of the game all in third person but like when i'm just walking around talking to people in the city it's first person and it feels different and it plays different but but when you're in the third person action sequence, when you're walking around, you have one set of controls that you can set for like inversion or not. If you want to do like inverted controls and stuff like that, when you're flying, there's another set of uh, menu options for that. No. And then lo and behold, when you're swimming in water, there's a whole other set of controls for that. Now, they're all set as like a default. So like, if you're used to like the kind of like the default controls for like, like, you know, that kind of stuff, then great but if you're a weirdo like me um then you invert your controls so that way when you push forward on the stick on the right stick for example you look down when you pull uh, back on the stick you look up that's how i play with a controller because are you I'm an weirdo. airplane like is that how you <laughs> yeah, yeah well i kind of view it as if it's a camera behind the person so like you know i'm you know i'm kind of that's that's just kind of how my brain kind of like functions oh, it's I like see. it's almost like a it's it's a weird it's a my like brain the stick is on the back of the head and so you push kind of kind of yeah. yeah yeah okay it's a weird I get that but but as i was as i was doing this i was like trying i'd go to fly and i was like man i gotta change the inversion again and then all of a sudden there's like a water sequence and i'm like my controls just flipped on me when i went into the water and jim was like well maybe there's like water settings and i was like surely not surely this is just some bs and something happened and lo and behold there is indeed in the options settings for walking, flying, and swimming. I was like, you would think that the flying and swimming would be the same. <laughs> what? You know, like you would you would think that it would be the same, but it's not. So why would you do uh, that? That's a whole so yeah, idea. There's there's a little bit about my experience. But yeah, to answer your question, if there's one game that to kind of defines this year for me, it would definitely be Sea of Thieves and uh Spaz, what about you? Do you have a game that would you say defines this year? Uh, yeah, to an extent. Um, it's my game of the year pick. Yakuza Like a Dragon. In fact, I'm playing it right now. <laughs> 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 because I'm grinding. It's, it's, it's not like I have to throw all that much attention to it because I'm at the end of the game. I've already beaten the... the um, the Millennium Tower, which is at the end of the game, and then you have the true Millennium Tower, which requires you to have your job skills maxed up, or at least if you want to have a good chance of beating it. So that's what I'm doing right now. But its story starts off with a character who is basically beaten down and given nothing and has to work his way back up. And it's a little bit of a microcosm for what we're going through right now. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I I saw you uh, talked about like I I saw you like just days after it came out. Well, I finished it. It's like holy crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Spaz, yeah, it, Spaz binged the crap game. out of that. <laughs> it is a great game. It's actually uh, I would say it is the best JRPG I've ever played, and wow. currently my favorite Yakuza game. Wow. Oh, that's going on my wish list. Yeah, you've played some Yakuza games in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, would and you say you've played well. every one of them? Yeah. 
and Judgment, which is a side story, but also set within the same universe. <laughs> wow. Well, Steam is borked. I'm trying to search it right now and got nothing. Oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah. It's Tuesday, y'all. Steam is being a little bastard. Rebooting. Right <laughs> yeah. I think for me, the game that, uh, that signify, you know, that just kind of sums up 2020 is Cyberpunk because <laughs> it's just endless waiting. And- <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Damn. Got meta there. Ooh, all right. I'm still, I'm all still right. not playing it. Did nice. you, did you yeah, everybody, I got pr- everybody I got else is some people even got Xbox refrigerators. I, you know, oh, yeah. Did you guys see that? Microsoft actually made a full on. Yeah, that's crazy. No, it's, but uh, some people it, actually got cyberpunk early by accident through some places like Best Buy and stuff. Like people were what? able to go pick up their collectors. Yeah. Well, the store, the stores weren't supposed to, and some stores accidentally like sold them to people early. Oh and there's like some stuff on Reddit about it, and yeah. Well, yeah. I've got I've got Cyberpunk preloaded. It comes out in two days, and apparently there's already like a day one patch ready to go to fix a couple of the yeah, a the several gig, some of the a, a several gig patch. It's apparently huge. Yeah, um, so seven yeah. o'clock tomorrow night is the global. It's thing. on. It's on. Yeah, what I heard <laughs> is that it's about a forty gig patch for Jesus the day one. But Christ. also consider that the reason why they do it. Uh, such a big day one patch is because they shipped the physical copies out. So yeah. whatever mm. they whatever they fixed between the time they shipped out the physical copies and the day one patch, that's your day one patch. Right. Yeah. God, what God I what I don't understand devs. <laughs> is is like uh, I forget what game it was that I preloaded and then it oh, downloaded the whole freaking game. You talking about you talking about flight sim? Yes, yes. So you know, yeah, it was like here's sim, a preload, yeah, and then you, it's like, oh, now I only got ninety gigs to download, and it's like, uh, uh wait, which what? is a completely yeah. separate thing too. It's not even like through yeah, Steam or whatever. Weird. It's like its own thing. Makes no sense. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to giving it a shot because I I know like I, I hope it's good. I'm just gonna leave. I, I'm just going to leave this on the table where it's at. Take what you will from like the development cycle. I really hope the devs get recognized for their hard work on this. And I really want to give it a shot and I really want to try it out. So. I think it's going to be a blockbuster regardless. I mean, people can't stop freaking talking about it and like getting it on multiple machines. Like I know some people are like, I bought it on PC and PS4. Like why? But okay, I guess. Um, so, I mean, I'm no stranger to buying games again. I did it right. with and a bunch of others, but right. that's that's because I I happen to like them enough that it's a support. But you already Nesca. played them too. You already like yeah. like EDF. You'd already you know well EDF is EDF. I'd, I mean, I played through and beat it. Yeah, EDF five. I played through and beat it before buying it again on PC, and then I beat it again on PC. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to get nice. caught up. Um. I'm at I've a weird kind place of an Ubisoft problem this year. It's, What's that? It's like, okay, so they uh, they put all their games on delay after the last Ghost Recon game came out and just flopped. And yeah, that's because that, that Ghost Recon, yeah, that Ghost Recon game was just kind of flat and empty and just had no life to it. You know, it was mm-hmm. like, which is sad because emotions. right, which is sad because when the first Ghost Recon came out that they did in recent years. After they fixed the helicopter issue, that game was lit. Like that game was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wildlands Wildlands. Was great. Yeah, once Wildlands. they fixed, yeah. it. Great. yeah, yeah. So yeah. this one was this one was kind of like Wildlands without the variety stuff, but more and drones or something. Just strange. Yeah, it was a, it was a lot of drone stuff, but it was like uh, just repetitive. You know, you know like mm-hmm. the the. Uh, enemies would show up with a helicopter you shoot the helicopter down you know fight like five enemies and then oh, another helicopter spotted us and you know yeah. it's eh, whatever so um then they came out with watchdogs legion which also which, apparently uh, wasn't very good they didn't even ship the yeah they didn't ship the multiplayer with it they uh they went with um like too much random generation so everything's generic so it doesn't really mm. have a lot of life to it and it's just kind of like it's a stealth action yeah they 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 made some they made some interesting they made some interesting design choices with that because 
like in 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 Watch Dogs Two, which I still think is a great game. I, it's yeah. a, it's a far cry better than Watch Dogs One. Um, <laughs> and yeah, well, um, and it's it's got a lot. It's got a lot of content. It's got a lot of like really cool stuff. The co op's actually really good. Um, there's there's like a lot of interaction with the world that you can do and then like Legion comes along and it's like you don't even go into a shop to buy anything it's just like you go up to a guy who stands outside of a shop and like oh. so there's like no and there's almost like no interior like designs on anything it's like where there's a lot of building interiors in, in Watch Dogs 2 yeah. um, a lot of like you know you do a lot of stuff inside and outside and then and, and Legion it, and the other thing about Legion that's interesting is that all everybody has non-lethal weaponry which I, I get you don't want to be some kind of like murderous rampage like vigilante like well, you no you actually teams, do you do get lethal stuff but you have to recruit you can people who own it so it's right. not like oh I can just go buy a machine gun but I have to recruit a guy that has a machine gun for or some like reason. you know p- pick up one that like a cop dropped or pick up one that like some bad guy dropped yeah nope. you can't do that can't do that and that's what I find interesting about this because like in in other games where like you find stuff you just kind of like have it um. It's not so much only, so it's not necessarily like a terrible game, but clearly two was the better game. Still, I think um, mm, it's kind of yeah. like it's kind of like the Mass Effect series where two is the better game. Um, yeah, I, w- I wonder if it's going to turn into like Star Trek movies where the odd one, the even ones are good, and you know, and the odd <laughs> ones not yeah. so much. <laughs> well, I just don't know. I just don't know. I just don't know how much like franchising games sh- should be. And the reason why I say it's kind of like. Um, it's like all it's like the yearly iterations of Call of Duties or the yearly iterations of like Assassin's Creeds. It's just like, ooh boy, like we're getting well, they, uh, they took a break from the yearly iteration of Assassin's right. Creed and apparently that paid off because a lot of people are really liking Valhalla. Yes. Well, that's yeah. the thing, right? So so I got Watchdogs and then I got Valhalla. Mm. Valhalla's not bad, right? I can play it kind of in short doses. But it's got some repetition issues as well going on there because it's just like, well, I can uh, you do a lot of the parkour thing, right? Because there's like uh, loot things that are scattered all over the map. But money doesn't really mean anything in this game. So it's all about like, oh, did I find the ingots to upgrade my weapons kind of thing? So there's like a there's a gold dot on the map. So I know that there's a thing there that I want. And then it becomes kind of like a puzzle thing. It's kind of Indiana Jonesy, you know, Tomb Raidering. Um, so it's like, oh, well, I have to kill these guys up on this cliff thing, you know, and go behind the waterfall and then find the treasure chest kind of thing. So there's a lot of hidden treasure hunt going on. Um, it's okay. You know, it, it's uh, it's another Assassin's Creed game, I guess. Um, and then they just came out with uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising which is another Assassin's Creed game. So <laughs> kind of, but it's, this is like Assassin's Creed for kids. No, it's more much. like Darksiders. I would say. It, really? Cause I, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Dark. It's, it's similar. Yeah. Darksiders one or two more like two, maybe I'd say more like two. Yeah. Which speaking of that, Darksiders two, uh, like remastered edition, whatever the heck they called it, you know, the definitive edition still horrendously busted. So, and they took the original one that actually was pretty bug free off the steam store. I'm a little irritated about that. Um, but I still play the original one because the second one is super busted. Like it's, it's things like if you don't have V sync turned on, you can't climb walls. What? Cause that mechanic just doesn't work. Yeah. It's inexplicable stuff like that. It's weird stuff. Um, So anyway, yeah, I just, I just don't even give that thing my time. I I waited for like three years for him to fix it and I'm over it now, but yeah. So the, so Phoenix ain't bad, you know, it's, uh, but it's kind of Assassin's Creedy in that, uh, you know, like climb the, the statue or the tower or whatever, look around that reveals the map. Um, instead of it being like, oh, well, there's some some place of interest over there. I should go see what it is. No, you just straight up see like, oh, there's a treasure chest there and there's a key there and there's this puzzle, you know, the liar puzzle thing is over there. And yeah, you can you can just like spot everything from the tower. So then you know where you need to go kind of thing. 
Um, I haven't got to the point where you get mounts and stuff, but it's that game I find is is a more pure kind of game of what they've been doing with the Assassin's Creed stuff. Um, and, and I think I like it better for that reason. And it, it looks a lot like as like Zelda breath of the wild, but that's the only similarity I think. Right. You know, the comparisons are definitely there. Yeah. The, the visual. Yes. But as far as the actual gameplay stuff, not a bit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there, it does have like dungeons that you go into and they're all puzzle things, but it's like, uh, it's tutorialing me at the beginning. Right. So it's like, okay, you got a bow, and you have to shoot these moving targets to open doors. And then you get to the last one and you have to do the, the arrow that you have to guide. And then you have to like fly the arrow, like under a door to hit a target kind of thing. Right. So you're not going through there until you figure that out. Um, there's a lot of ones that's like, you know, you have to retrieve pieces of something and drop them somewhere. And it'll be like, okay, I have to climb this thing and pull this lever and then run in this door and then like shoot a thing that, you know, opens a force field and I can jump through there. And then it, I, I've got like that piece that I could see through the, through the bars, but th- I didn't know how to get in there. Right. So it makes you kind of like work for how do I get in this, these places? And there's, Oh God, a lot of put the block on the platform. <laughs> you know, it's like the, the weight blocks. So you have to like stand on a platform well, I have to be on two platforms, so I have to find a block to drop on the other platform kind of thing. It's uh, very, very puzzle intense like that, which I'm cool with. I mean, it's if it keeps doing it, it it's going to kind of get old. Yeah, it, it, but, keeps, it keeps doing it, but they keep adding more mechanics yeah. as you get further in. And then you combine it with the other god powers that you have. And they'll even tell you when you get into certain areas, you don't have the god power necessary to do this thing. Yeah. Does it have a lot of Metroid backtrack stuff where it's like you see things you can't get and you have to like come back later in the game? Or yeah. does it let you? Okay. Yeah, there, no, there there's stuff where you'll have to go back because you don't have the power to get. So, so say, for example, um, you get into one area, you have the powers you need to get the the thing that's required but not necessarily the hidden chest that's there okay but is it a thing where like it it contains that to the region of the map that you're in because the map is split up into like little continents right so if i'm on the one continent then does it actually like i'll gain an ability there and then i'll cross over to the other chunk of the map the other island like back where i started because now there's things i can do there or is it just like i can't do a thing on this island until i find the other thing that's on this island it's the former it's the former you you can still go there but once you get to a certain point in the game the enemies start getting a lot tougher and the world becomes tougher okay um but that also means that well you've you've gained more god powers to that point and and so you have the means to handle it, but it's not necessarily that uh, that you can't go go and do anything here until you've done a certain thing. It's it's just a, it, the world rises with you in in level, so to speak. Okay, well that's cool. I mean, it's I like games where it's like I see a thing and I can't get it, and then I'll play something. You know, I'll play like a couple hours down the road. And then I find like, Oh, here's this gadget that lets me do a thing, right? Like I can, I can freeze platforms now or something. And then it's like, Oh yeah. Hey, if I go back, like that thing that I saw like three hours ago, I can go back there and do it now. And plus there's a lot of fast travel in this game. So yeah, yeah. fast travel. Plus it, it'll indicate whether or not you found the hidden chest there uh, so you can you can even see on the map whether or not you've you found everything in that location. Yeah. So that's that's pretty good. Uh, the other thing I like about it <laughs> is, is the humor. Um, yeah, yeah. Although it, sometimes I want them to just shut up. You know. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a crapload of dad jokes, lots and lots <laughs> of dad jokes. Oh, I love dad jokes. But you know what? If you like dad jokes, that's. It's oh plus also uh, you got Elias Defexus who is um, uh, Prometheus 
So you have uh, the guy who was Adam Jensen in the uh, this X Games. Um, yeah, he's he's uh, narrating, and it, it, he does a great job. Seriously, the voice acting is great. Hmm. That'll be another one I'll have to keep an eye out for for a sale. Sounds like. Um, what's it called? Phoenix Rising or some crap? It's got a yeah, weird name. Immortals it's... Phoenix Rising. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I will try and remember that. <laughs> uh, so for me, I've got I got really two games of 2020. Um, the first one came out in 2020, and I've said this many times, but it's clearly Bloody Rally Show. Um, very, very rarely is a game pushed every button I have just so well. Um, from the violence <laughs> to 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 the procedural generation to the progression, it it basically has everything I want in a racing game, like everything. Uh, from weapons to, you know, a track editor to, you know, running over pedestrians. It, it's got everything. And I, even with my gaming ADD, I've put in almost 60 hours into it this year. And the races aren't that long. They're like two to five minutes each. So I put a lot of time into this game. And, uh, I, I just can't say enough good things about it. It's it's just it's just it's even a giveaway tool. Well said, AC Wraith, which is funny you say that because the developer gave me five keys for the game a little while back, and so I'm gonna give some away near the end of the show. <laughs> yeah, it's also a great giveaway tool. It's like my primary giveaway tool now. <laughs> it's so freaking great. Like I play it every day, even if it's just to do the leaderboards the daily challenge. I play it every day and uh, it's just so satisfying. Um, I'm not playing it right now. This is a video. I'm, I mean, I'd be making a lot of weird noises if I was playing it right now. Uh, we try not to oh, do that much anymore. Which is normal. <laughs> we used to do that back in the day. We used to like play the games live while we were, you know, chatting and we realized that was a bad idea. Um, but I have to say my other game of 2020 has to really be Starfleet 2. I mean, no other game has captured my imagination just like that one. Like, no other game has taken hold of my soul so much as that one. Like, it's just gone from something I've been, I was scared of in the beginning because it, it looks intimidating to just something that gives me just endless joy now. Um it's just an amazing thing. Like, and one of my finest gaming moments ever in gaming came from Starfleet two this year where I finished a mission with like one second to spare. And it was just a thrill. And like, I've, I haven't had a feeling like that in a game in years. So it's been, it's been a good year, even though gaming has been flat, there have been, for me, at least, some real highlights. And I think it's kind of funny that Bloody Rally Show came out this particular year because it's such a dystopian thing. <laughs> like, did you know the pedestrians in the game are influencers that are trying to take pictures of the race and get money for it? <laughs> Makes me feel better about running them over, really. Oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's why you don't mind running them over because they're. Do any of those. Do any of them have Xbox refrigerators? I don't know. Uh, they all eat a Taco Bell and have and drink Mountain Dew and everything's extreme. Um, but it's great because you can also be one of those pedestrians. Um, 420 lit, bro. <laughs> oh God. It's your boy. Bloody rally show. Thankfully, there's no announcer. Like, oh, my God. Like, they didn't go the dirt route. Thank God. And add like whatever that guy's name is, that's been in like three of the dirt games. Um, yeah, there's only one announcer and that's the guy from mech warrior. <laughs> Wait, who's the, the guy announcer? I'll accept. 
What, what Mech I, Warrior? I forget what? what his name is. Yeah, from the Mech Warrior games, he he announced uh, this. He was the announcer in the Solaris Arena. God, I don't remember. I was gonna say, I think I think there's only I think there's only one announcer, and that's the announcer for Unreal Tournament. Oh yeah, that. <laughs> oh God, the best headshot. Headshot. I love that guy. Monster kill. Monster kill. Mega kill. Ultra kill. Like he's like the voice changes. Holy shit. (laughs) That was always my favorite. Like when I found out that there was a holy shit like moment, I was like, well, uh, this game just got bonus points. Oh my God. Hi, Doc Larry, Dr. Larry. Uh, We did kind of go over our top three. Uh, So far, it's been uh, Sea of Thieves, uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, uh, Bloody Oddly, nothing that was a space game. (laughs) Well, I mean, Starfleet 2, but it didn't come out this year, sadly. Um, It came out 31 years ago. You know, another game that didn't come out this year that I actually got to play a little bit more of because I found a a group of people that actually play it on a regular, shockingly, Mm -hmm. was uh, it's not it's not a game that's out yet. It's it can't even really be called a game yet, in my opinion. But that's Star Citizen. Um, What? So I, I found a group of guys that play and they they had me tag along with them. And one day uh, I would so. So one day we were doing like a group thing and we were on this guy's ship. It was like this multi-crew ship, right? And um I ended up like just whipping out my pistol and like pegging one of the guys in the back of the head because I didn't I didn't like I we were part of a group, so I didn't know if like they had implemented friendly fire yet in in the game. Just well they have like out. that they have. And I popped this guy in the back of the head. So he um he actually had his respawn set on the ship, which you can do that now. So if there's a med bay on your ship, you can actually set your respawn point on the ship that you're in so you don't have to like go all the way back to some stupid planet somewhere right so um when he respawned he actually got the option to charge me with a crime and when he did the next time uh he did and then he popped me in the head and uh i woke up in prison (laughs) <laughs> I'm I'm not even kidding because they have a prison system implemented in the game now. I woke up in prison and I was like, what the hell? And the guy's like, oh yeah, so like you're gonna have to go figure out how much time you have to go serve. And I went and checked and it was like an hour and 45 minutes, and I was like, What are you kidding me? I have to stay like in this underground, oh, like God, it was like terrible. it's like it's like it's like it's like Urapente, right? So it's like a it's like a mining, it's like a mining colony. If you go onto the surface, it gets too hot and you'll die. And it's just this whole like thing. So like um so you can actually decrease your time by going and mining resources to um pay off your your penance, I guess, so to speak. Oh my God. And I was like, I was like, I was like, man, I I don't want to have to go and like grind some stupid ass mechanic. And the other guy was like, Well, you could try to escape. <laughs> okay explain <laughs> and he's like yeah there's just like this whole mechanic so like there's a there's a security system that you can like go and find like if you walk past the security office there's a code on the on the display in the back and it rotates every so often so you have to like get it and, and use it quickly and that code actually turns off this like fan that you can crawl through that then takes you into like the caves and like tunnel systems of like the planet right and it if you've ever played any kind of game that had jump puzzles i think guild wars 2 is a great example of this because guild wars 2 has like the most ridiculous jump puzzles Mm -hmm. um this is a lot of that so it's like you're you're jumping across ravines because there's low gravity you're 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 jumping you're like you're crawling through to like squatting through like small little holes jumping across big gaps and making your way up to the surface. And then once you make out your way up to the surface, you have to have like somebody better be waiting there for you or else you're going to start to like burn up uh, on, on the surface. Oh, if it's Lord. daytime, if it's nighttime, if it's nighttime, you have a little bit of time, like you can, you can spare, but your suit will not save you from the uh, extreme heat during the day. So, so I finally, Oh, this is way more intense than nineties red faction. My friend, like, like nineties, like the red faction was great because you could like I had the destructible environments and you can kind of tunnel your way to an extent, 
But even with 90s Red Faction, like there's only so many polygons that you could blow up to where then you couldn't blow up any more polygons. So like once you've destroyed like most of the map to a certain point, it won't let you blow anything else up, even though it's like that wall right there should be able to be blown up. Anyway, I digress. Point is, so I I, I did I, I I did this right. So like I made my way, um, all the way to a certain point, and then like I I I fell right, and then you wake back up in the prison, and I was like, great. And so I went and checked on my time. Then again, it was like two hours and thirty minutes. Mm. Shit. So I'm just like, well, I'm definitely not going to try and grind like mining stuff to get out of here now. I I've got to get out of this prison. So I went and did it again. This time I made it to the surface or I made it to like where the surface spot was and the guy comes with his ship, but he like, didn't like, he like, I couldn't, I couldn't get up because I got myself stuck on like a beam. So like I couldn't jump the ladder. And so he tried to bring his ship down to me inside this big, like silo and his ship was just a little too big. But once he got it far enough down into the silo, it just blew up on him, you know, cause it's oh, God. cause the game's glitchy as, as all get out. So I was like, oh, fine. No. So I had to jump off and, and and die again. Of course, this time now that I've now that I'm in the prison, like my time's like even higher. So I try it. I try it a third time. And because again, it starts this, and I get stuck in like out the wall, like just before I make it to the surface where he was waiting for me, and I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna turn this off and call it a night. But hey, you know, it's it's a really interesting mechanic and a really interesting system. I just think it's a little little much like it's that a is, little that, too role, role play too much. it's a little too like I, I, too I find it fascinating I, and I find it like interesting and I find it intriguing it's just like come on it's a little too 2020 yeah well, <laughs> there's that anyway I mean it, w- it was an interesting experience that I'm n- I don't want to ever do again like, I was <laughs> like I'm, well you know like I was like I guess I guess I guess prison worked you know I don't want to go back <laughs> Like, it's, it's a so that happened it's it's a it's a good reform <laughs> right. tool i guess it's, yeah it's, I, I, you know now now i know i don't ever want to go back you know, they ain't never taken me back now just like i don't <laughs> i don't want to go oh uh, gosh it's so. like macho grande you'll never get over it <laughs> right i think i streamed star citizen once earlier this year and the guy i was streaming it with fell through the ship and so yeah. Yeah, like, that was great. He yeah, fell through his own ship and then started well, flying way behind you. <laughs> yeah, it was his ship. He fell through the back like cargo door. And next thing I know, he's millions of kilometers behind us. So he didn't I take fall through the cargo door. He fell through the floor of the ship. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. Like he, he, you, clipped, you, he clipped through his ship, basically. Have you guys seen have you guys seen that great YouTube video of the um Charlie, or was it Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory music synced up to this guy trying to use an elevator in yes. Star Citizen? I did, and see that. and it just it's just start it keeps going up and like through the ship, and he's like flying up into the atmosphere like on this elevator, and it's just like the Charlie, um, uh, the Willy Wonka music's playing in the back end, like from that scene in the elevator. Oh God, yeah. it it was probably one of the best like like gaming memes I've ever seen. I, Apparently, I, I there's die hot dogs in the game. It. Apparently, there's hot dogs in the game now. Okay, I, so I so the, I, to play devil's advocate for a second, the, the Star Citizen is continuing to get better with every little like patch that they've been putting out over the course of 2020. Mm-hmm. There is uh, there is a a um an eating and drinking system now, so like your your character will get hungry or thirsty in the oh, game. God. So like you can go up to no, you can go well. It's but 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 it's not it's not it's not ridiculous like a survival game is. Like you know, <sighs> if you play like Space Engineers or like it's um, already Imperium, ridiculous right? like, that it's there at all. That's what's ridiculous. No, but it's like well, it, you get hungry like every like four to six hours. So like you could play the game for like four to six hours, and then your character will start to get hungry or thirsty. Like it's it's got a it's got a huge timer on it. Um, it's nothing it's nothing like oh I got to eat every like you know twenty minutes in this game or else my character dies. Um, or even like less than that. Some games it's like way less than that. Um, so there there is that. But like they have they have like ice cream. You can get like ice cream. You know That's you can nice. get hamburgers and hot dogs and really. It's uh, all procedurally generated. Procedurally generated like you know mint chocolate chip. Yeah, I saw a couple of <laughs> gifs of people eating hamburgers and hot dogs in the game, and I'm like, oh, really? This is what we're doing now? <sighs> RP so hard. 
It's never going to come out. Generated eggs. Now, that, to be fair, this is what we're doing now. Is pretty much the catchphrase of 2020. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, look, murder hornets. Well, this is what we're doing now. <laughs> Great. Nothing ever seemed to come of that, though, thankfully. Um, <laughs> oh, they did, like, about a month ago, they found, like, a big murder hornet nest up in uh, Washington Yeah, we, State. we talked about that, I think, on our last show together. I think we talked about how they used vacuums and crap yeah. to, uh, to deal with it, because, my God. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know what's going to stick in the memory of 2020 more. Um. Well, been- how about this? How about um, that? Uh, what was it that was posted earlier? The KFC lifetime oh, event, a recipe for seduction. The the the, the lifetime <laughs> mini movie. It. For, I don't know why it's a mini movie, but Jim, you saw this, right? Yes, I did. I showed it to Joan. She. Uh, <laughs> I was like, this is like those books you read. It's. It folks, is. If you don't it, know, it is. A little- if you don't know what we're talking about, folks. Lifetime is doing a, they're calling it a mini movie. And I forget what it's called. Presented, like, presented by Kentucky Fried Chicken, a recipe for seduction. Yes, we're talking about recipe for seduction with Mario Lopez playing as Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That's, that's going to be my takeaway from 2020 is just like, you know what? The year started off weird. It just was like an odd, odd starting year. It got really, really strange. Then it got really, really bad. And then it got really weird again. And then it just kind of ended with like this Mario Lopez movie where he plays Colonel Sanders. I don't know what's going on, but it feels like the Twilight Zone. <laughs> I, yeah, it's it's one of those things where I have to wonder when people look back 10 years from now, even. How did all of this happen? <laughs> And and they will be wondering, how did all of this happen? How, why are all of these things happening in this year? And what were the perfect storm of events that allowed it to happen? You know, uh, I was I was mentioning earlier in our Discord um, that the last movie I saw in the movie theaters before the pandemic and all that stuff was Rise of Skywalker, and I don't know how I really feel about that. Like I I. I it, it it hurts a little bit. I I feel like that. I f- I feel like I just need to go like risk watching a movie in a theater just to get that out of my system. Like I don't want to. I don't want to die knowing that was the last thing I saw in the movie theater. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> I I'd perhaps risk it for a Rift Tracks live show, but maybe maybe they, if if they were doing them, maybe I don't know if they were doing it. But they're smart enough to know not to do them at yeah. this point. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we're gonna be going back to the theaters regularly until late next year. You know. Well, you know what they. You know the the article. The article came out that said that all of the what was it Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Or, yeah, yes. they're they're like, all of their stuff are going to be simultaneously released on HBO Max. Oh, and the theater people are so mad about that. Both the CEOs of um, of uh, AMC and I believe Regency came out hard against hard against um well the only so. thing i'm hard against is not being able to see dune in the imax i hope to god i get to see that someday in the imax yeah right hang on brian yeah we're getting like random i know hang on random sound effects no i'm setting up bloody rally show hang on we're doing a giveaway. Um, at oh. least I hope. Does anyone want a copy of Player Eye Show? If not, I just won't do one. But uh, I mean, this is great background podcast music. If you want my input. Oh no! The soundtrack <laughs> to this game is is great. It's it's got great music. This game, really great music. Um, I'm not getting any entries for the giveaway, so I just we just I'll just save these keys for another time, I guess. No one wants a copy. That's fine. Just kill the game. Oh, you already have it. Fine. I did give away a lot earlier this year. Um. <laughs> Whoa! Here's here's some here's some breaking news, guys. Not not even a joke. This uh this actually uh, was posted today. Uh, 
um, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2 is getting a mobile release just like Knights of the Old Republic 1 did. Huh. That's crazy. That. That's, I mean, I think, honestly, I have Knights of the Old Republic 1 for the phone, and it actually works really well. I think it's crazy that some wow. of these older games can get this kind of a release like this. It just go, kind of just goes to show you, like, where we're at technology-wise. That It's, a, it, it's, I, it's I, so amazing that these RPG little... Is, it's, these little phones yeah. can run the, the these little phones can run these old games amazingly well. Like going back to Starfleet Two, I installed DOSBox on my Android phone so I could run Starfleet Two <laughs> on my phone. Huh? And it runs freaking great. I mean, you it's know, perfect. It's a keyboard only game. It doesn't even use the mouse, so it's perfect. You know, speaking of phones, um, and we were talking about Xbox earlier. So, um, because of because I have Xbox uh, Game Pass Ultimate, um, I get access to the X Cloud or the yeah the the game the game streaming stuff. And I was checking that out the other day on my phone, and they actually have games that are like touch controlled enabled, like versions of games. So they have like touch controls on the screen. What? And um I I was I was like, well, I'll I'll give this a shot. I'm kind of curious. I, I haven't played Super Lucky's Tale before, so let's try Super Lucky's Tale. And I'm I'm gonna be honest, I was I was shocked at how well the touch controls wow. and how responsive the touch controls were. So is it like a gamepad on your screen, you know, with the buttons and the and the sticks and whatnot? Yeah, but 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 it's very it's very minimal. So it's not like it's taking up your screen with like buttons that you can push. It and it even it even like tells you like, you know, um because it'll give you like these little hints as to like when to push this or push that for different stuff. And uh, it's it's shockingly um, it shockingly worked. I, I I was surprised at how responsive and how well that worked. So it's mm. just it, I mean we, it's a it's been a weird year, but there's been a lot of really interesting stuff that is like been good that has also happened despite all of the the crazy. Yeah, there there um, have been some weird silver linings, like not paying student loan payments for a while. That was nice, you know, and <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there have been some weird silver linings this year. Um, but friends, uh, that's gonna do it for this episode, I think, because we're about an hour. That's a good. That's a good run. Oh, all um, right. Okay. Unless you had something else you wanted to talk about. There's one I was going to mention. Go. Uh, it did come out uh, this year in early access on Epic Game Store. Phantom Brigade. Is that good? It is good. Uh, they, they've got a lot to do on it, but that is not something I'm holding against them. I think it's it's uh, how to describe it. Uh, if you take the the turn based, you can see what the enemy is going to do. Predictive uh, indicators from say a game like um, Frozen Into Synapse. Breach. Um, hmm. no, no, you have so well, yeah. Frozen Synapse is a good example. Um. You have a timeline mechanic. You can see five seconds ahead, and you will know when the enemy is going to fire, where they're going to move, and yeah, so you have to it's move like your playing, X around that. It's like playing but, XCOM, but you know where the enemies are going to move before you move. Right, hmm. but it's all in five second increments, so you have to think in four dimensions because you not only have to think of where your mechs are going to be located. You have to make sure that you're not running your mech into your own shots or that they won't be on the other side of the enemy and get friendly fire as well when those shots land. Because it's not just how fast you fire or how long you're firing for. It's where they're going and whether or not those shots might, say, uh, ricochet off and hit one of your own guys. Uh, You have to watch the terrain, use the terrain to have that in between you and the enemy or use your shield or not use your shield and dash, which gives you a boost. And then you're moving in one direction for up to say 30 meters. So you have a lot to play around with, but one way to describe it is video editor, the game (laughs) because, (laughs) right. Because you have that timeline mechanic. Yeah. And you have the timeline mechanic. And so you have to make sure everything syncs up to, this is exactly what this mech is going to be doing at this moment. And 
You want to make sure you're not running into each other. You're not running into the enemy because that causes damage as well to both of you. Um, if you hit a mech from behind, you have a higher chance of doing concussive damage and knocking out the pilot, which means you get to, you know, waste the meat but save the metal, using that old phrase. Um, and yeah, you get more salvage out of that. But I, I'm loving where this game is going. They're doing major updates every month. So they've got their roadmap planned out. Keep an eye on it. Definitely keep an eye on it. All right. So it's been not a bad year for gaming, but like there have been some years recently that were better, I think. Um, but I th- hopefully we'll have a lot to look forward to in 2021. Hopefully. Um. <laughs> to answer the person in the chat's question, there's uh, Jim and I both are getting Cyberpunk 2077 and we'll be playing it when it comes out. Uh, and what was the mech game called again, Hunter? Phantom Brigade. Phantom Brigade, uh, which is currently in early access on the, uh, Epic game store. Um, yeah. So a lot of good stuff in early access right now. A lot of good stuff. That's probably going to come out in 2021. Uh, I hope cyberpunk is good. Uh, you guys will have to report back whether it's it's a buggy mess like some people. Oh, were we saying. already know oh. it's a buggy mess. <laughs> I have no doubt that it's going to be because like even with the Witcher games, they had stuff right until they got a little bit down the road with them. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But this game is so hotly. Anticipated. But, uh, I was thinking about doing. I was thinking about doing a like I haven't played cyberpunk. Ask me anything <laughs> kind of thread because it seems like everybody just you know you go on youtube it's like i played 50 hours of cyberpunk ask me anything and i just want to just be like clueless right because it's like all those things are like okay i'm answering any questions but no spoilers it's like well we don't need to talk then because <laughs> everything that i right. want to know is like okay does this happen especially especially the stuff about siri like they they hinted pretty hard that she was going to be in the game right out of the Witcher universe. Who? So we shall see. Siri, uh, Witcher's adopted daughter. Oh, not the she Apple, disappeared for a not while. The, not the right. Apple thing, but there's a character also. Yes. Named- mm-hmm. Okay. Spelled differently as well. Came first. Came and, first. And, yeah, Apple. Came first. Apple ripped them off. Oh God. Okay. <sighs> yeah, but uh, her name is actually Cirilla. So, but anyway, she, uh, in order to escape from the wild hunt, she like went through a portal into another world. And then she came back and told him about like this strange world that she was in where people could talk to each other through machines in their head and, you know, stuff. <laughs> right. And it was like, what's she talking about? And then, boom, cyberpunk trailer. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh my god, are they really going to do that? And I, I want to know. Waited eight years to find out. All right. Well, hopefully it's good. All right, folks, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, next week on the show, we're welcoming back the developer of Alliance of the Sacred Sun, Steve Hawking? Hawkins? Stephen um, Hawking. <laughs> I think it's Steve Hawkins. I'm totally blanking right now. Uh, they're running a Kickstarter. They're running a Kickstarter for their um, for uh, Alliance of the Sacred Sons, which is a Crusader King style grand strategy game uh, that hopefully will be coming out next year. Uh, it's already pretty awesome. We've had him on, I think, twice before now. So I think this will be his third time. And uh, on Thursday's LAN party, we're going to return to Gene Shift. We haven't played that in a while. It's had a lot of updates since we last played, so very excited about that. And I don't know what I'm going to stream tomorrow yet, or if I'm awake enough to stream tomorrow. Um, so thanks for hanging out, everyone, as always. Oh, and Hunter, tell them about your new thing. Oh. Uh, well, thanks for giving me the opportunity. Um, yeah, I have I have a new podcast uh, called The Other World's GG Community Cast. Um, Jim is one of my co-hosts over there, along with a friend of ours named Mellified. 
And yeah, except he has to edit out like 75% of everything I say. <laughs> well, no, I don't. Uh, we do. We do. It's a pre-recorded show that we do on Saturdays, um, every other Saturday. And we release it uh, between Sunday and Monday, every other week. So it's a bi-weekly show. Um, and we also have a community you can join that's got forums and uh, all kinds of stuff going on over there. And uh, you guys can check it out at otherworld, um, www.otherworlds.gg. And you can also find the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google. Um, yeah. yeah. So I apologize. I have not had time to check it out. I am behind on every <laughs> freaking podcast. <laughs> Everyone. It's okay. I, I mean, I, I appreciate you uh, allowing me to promote that. Oh, of course. I mean, you know, we're all, tr- we're all, we're all trying to find our creative juices. And, uh, you know, we all got to help each other. <laughs> if you guys so folks, are here in the Discord, if you are in the Discord, I did put information on it in the content creator sharing channel. So if you guys need links to all that, come join the Space Game Junkie Discord. And continue the conversation there. Yeah, our Discord is awesome. Uh, so, as always, thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you for hanging out and being so very active chat tonight. Thank you for that. Uh, we love seeing you all talking back to us in the chat. And with that, we'll wish you a good night. Be safe, be well, take care of each other. And we'll see you back here um, soon. <laughs> Bye-bye, y'all. <laughs>